Mums with Hustle podcast, episode 112. Welcome to the Mums with Hustle podcast, where you'll discover everyday mum entrepreneurs killing it in their industry. Learn the secrets you can replicate to create your own success with your host, Tracy Harris. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mums with Hustle podcast. I am your host, Tracy Harris, and you know, I am the very proud and excited founder of Mums with Hustle, which is an online platform leading and empowering mums in business through education and also through community. So if you have not yet checked out all of the information that awaits at mumswithhustle.com, make sure you dive in and check that out. If you're listening to this podcast via our website, it is amazing, but it is actually much easier for you to subscribe on iTunes. So make sure that you just search for us in your podcast app and click subscribe because then you can listen anywhere that mum life takes you. But for now, stick with me because our guest is a woman on a mission and she is fueled by absolute heart. Let's get into it. This is a super special episode because we are featuring our first ever non-profit organization. Today's guest is Samantha Payne and she is a co-founder of the Not of the non-profit organization, the Pink Elephants Support Network. This organization provides support to mums who are going through a tough time after experiencing miscarriage, pregnancy loss, and infertility. Sam is a mum to a little girl, Georgie, and a rainbow baby, Johnny. She is an expat from the UK, and she's lived in Sydney for the last eight years. When trying for her second child, Sam experienced two miscarriages and was shocked at the secrecy and the isolation that came with it. She decided to share her journey and join forces with the other founders of the Pink Elephants to create something meaningful and beautiful that also inspires and changes how society perceives miscarriage and how to support women through it. Sam is a force and I felt like this is just a very important conversation to have on the Mums with Hustle platform because there are so many biz mums who have experienced, um, you know, a similar journey or loss. So welcome to the virtual couch, Sam. Thanks for having us, Tracy. I'm really excited to be here. Yes, as I said, first um, not-for-profit organisation and, you know, what an amazing thing it is that you are doing at your organisation. But Sam, can you first just kick it off with a bit more about yourself personally, your own family. I did give you a small intro there, but help us get to know you a little bit more. And then, of course, tell us about the Pink Elephant Support Network. Absolutely. I think it'll lead on quite nicely. So in terms of myself, I know you gave the um, introduction. So yes, my accent is, I am English, but I have been in Sydney for eight years now and we are citizens and we're staying here because we absolutely love this country. Um, and my first child, Georgie, was born here four years ago. Um, we had a very easy, fell pregnant, had an easy pregnancy. 
Um, and Georgie came along and everything was amazing. Loved having her and she was such a joy. There, about 18 months later, we decided that we thought we'd try for baby number two. Um, again, fell pregnant really easily and thought, yeah, this is great. Baby number two, Georgie would have been about two and a half when the second child was due to be born. Um, and then things changed. Um, I basically lost that baby at eight weeks and I was shocked and completely misunderstood how people reacted to the word miscarriage. Um, I'm not known for being quiet. I'm someone that talks a lot and I found it really disturbing that it was something that people didn't either want to speak about or wanted to avoid the topic and they found it quite awkward. Um, so that I really struggled with. So it was my first loss and I did sort of think, okay, this is just something that's happened to me. I need to pick myself up and get on with things and we will have another child. We'll go again. About three months later, I fell pregnant again and immediately was excited, relieved that yes, I could get pregnant. We were going to have another baby. It couldn't happen to me again. I'd had my bad luck. This was it. We were going to have our second child. Um, and then everything was going well. We went away with friends. We were on holiday up in Queensland on a remote island. And I was 10 weeks pregnant. And we'd already had a scan at eight weeks with a heartbeat. And was, like I said, really excited and thought, yeah, everything's going fine. And then on that holiday, I started to bleed. Um, I didn't tell anyone that I was bleeding, not even my husband, because we were due to leave the next day and I didn't want to ruin anybody's holiday. And after my first experience of how people didn't want to talk about miscarriage and it was spoken about in whispers and hushed tones, I almost felt a level of shame myself, which looking back now is absolutely not how you should feel. And it still really gets to me. But I did. I didn't want to be the person that ruined a holiday for everybody else. So I carried on pretending everything was fine. And then as soon as we got off the flight and we got back to Sydney, I just broke down and said to my husband, we've lost this baby. That was a Sunday night and I had to wait till a Monday and um, went for a scan. And yeah, everything was confirmed that we had lost the baby. There was no heartbeat, but the baby was still there. Um, you have to then wait like 24 hours before you can get into what's called an early pregnancy clinic. And anyone that's been there knows that how traumatizing that can be in itself. Um, you go back to your GP surgery, you sit in a waiting room and you're just devastated and crying and people don't understand why there's a woman of our age sign a surgery crying. Um, and then you go to the early pregnancy clinic and unfortunately in between that, Overnight, I um, passed the baby. Um, I had contractions at three in the morning. And because I've had labor, I knew it was labor again. Yeah. Um, and I was on Google asking, is this normal? How much should I be bleeding? And asking all sorts of questions because there was nobody else for me to turn to. Um, so that was my second experience. And it floored me so much uh, nothing has ever knocked me the way that that has knocked me which was so profound and it's changed everything about my life now and the way that I do things and the way that I think of things um it's definitely made me less black and white and there's a lot more gray in the world um, and there's a lot more joy also which is the nice side of it um, so what happened after that was I connected with a friend um, who's now another co-founder of the Pink Elephant Thought Network Gabby 
and she'd been there. She got it. I connected with her via Facebook because she made a comment about having her own miscarriage and I reached out to her because I just wanted one person who understood what I was going through. My husband was amazing. He was there for me a million percent. He really let me grieve and he he did everything he could, but he still didn't quite get it because it wasn't him it was happening to. Um, so yeah, Gabby was my person. And then just one day we met and we were having coffee and we were both just saying, how bad is it that there is no support for women who are doing this? What do we do? And this was probably about a month after I'd had my second loss. So it was there. And then in March, I think 2016, we decided that it was time that we did something about it. Um, so we began the journey of creating the Pink Elephant Support Network and just so that I'm a risk of going on too much, what we basically wanted to create was a space that's safe for women to come to, that they can feel loved and nurtured and supported throughout a really traumatic time. But not just for women, we want to support the partners as well, because we need to educate partners on how best to support their wives mm-hmm. or girlfriends through um, this time. So we began the process and as we were discussing it, we decided that straight away this couldn't be a regular business. It needed to be a not-for-profit or a social enterprise. It was really, really important to us that we don't profit from other people's losses. Um, But we also wanted the official status of charity status because we do believe that that will help us further on down the line with um, credibility and recognition and hopefully will lead to some government funding as well because we think this is a national issue. We believe that women across Australia deserve better aftercare when they're having these losses. It isn't just the initial grief. There's also the subsequent pregnancies where you experience much higher anxiety, which can also lead to a higher chance of postnatal and postpartum anxiety. So that's my journey as well. I'm very, very, very fortunate enough that I actually saw a naturopath. I did lots of amazing different things and eventually I fell pregnant again. And I had my beautiful baby, Johnny, nine months ago now. And he's just absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. But I suffered postpartum anxiety. I'm currently on antidepressants. Um, I was an absolute mess after we'd born because what I tried to do was bury all the anxiety that I was feeling throughout the pregnancy. And I put it in a box and didn't deal with it very well. And so what we're trying to get across with the Pink Elephant Support Network is that Pregnancy loss isn't just about the loss at the time. It's about the mental health effect that this has on women and their families for years to come. I mean, I can chat to women now and they know what I'm doing and they'll say to me, oh, dear, I had one 35 years ago and I still remember the baby when it was due, the date that the baby was due. Yeah. And you just think if it can still profoundly affect people that far on later in life, why are we as a nation not doing anything to support women from a mental perspective once going forward if that makes sense totally makes sense and as you said like it just it is not just an isolated thing it's not just about the miscarriage at the time but it does have that profound effect well into the future and a ripple effect for everyone involved like more than just the mother herself completely and it's one in four pregnancies and that's not said to scare people it's not that way it's crazy and yes that might make it more normal but to the woman who's losing her hopes and her dreams and everything she'd pinned on that baby at that time it doesn't matter if 12 other people have been through it what matters is that there's just someone else who gets it at the time to support you 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, the Pink Elephant Support Network is a non-profit organisation, as you said, and it's providing the support to mums who are going through this heart-wrenching time. Mm -hmm. So how do you go about connecting women with other women? in your network so we are just you know where we are in the journey we're obviously now 18 months two years down the track so the the first part of what we wanted to achieve was basically producing our miscarriage care kits and what they do is they're given to women at point of diagnosis of a loss so they're in emergency departments they're in early pregnancy clinics and we're hoping to get them into ultrasound clinics and gp surgeries in the next year And what they basically do is they will then not only offer a letter of support to the woman from women written by us, it's basically by another woman who gets what you're going through. It's not written from a clinical perspective at all. It really is that consumer voice with a human touch. And they then are referred back to our website. Um, Our website has been a true labor of love. Um, Rachel, our third co-founder, it's just absolutely amazing. Um, we, Gabby and I have the personal experience and we've been there and we write the copy and everything that we want that we feel a woman needs at a time of need like this. And then Rachel makes it all look beautiful and creates the website in the way that it's laid out. And that's the first way that we support women so that they can come and they, it's one central place for reliable information. And that's really key. And what's that so, website? Where can we so head to find that? pinkelephantssupport.com okay that's plural pink elephants support and a lot of work has gone into that and we're so very proud of it um and there's some beautiful resources on there which we've created in mind so even if you hadn't had a loss yourself but you have a friend chances are if you're in our sort of age group you know someone who's been touched by this well you said one in four absolutely and so One of the things that we found when we ran online surveys and focus groups is that women not sure how to support their friends through this. So we've created a um, a support your friends brochure on there. And that basically covers all the lovely things that you can possibly do for a friend who's just experienced a loss and what you can say to them that will help them and what you probably shouldn't say. Um, Because there'll be several things that people may say that's not the best thing. I mean, an example from my point of view was oh, you've already got Georgie, it's fine, you're lucky. And yes, I was old. So oh, my lucky. eyes are bulging out of my yeah, head as you say like, that. I know I'm lucky, I have Georgie, but that's why I want more children because she's so amazing. Mm. So that's not, not, there's so many, and there's honestly, every person that's been through this will have one person who said one thing to them that just, you can't believe they've said it. So look, that happened. So what we've decided to do as well, another way of supporting women who are going through this is we need to educate the wider networks and society and culture around the taboo of miscarriage, open up the discourse, get people to talk about it and feel comfortable talking around it. It is a form of grief. It does affect women's mental health. It's important enough that we're educated and that we can have conversations of support for women when they need it. Um, and then further to that in terms of support the biggest thing that we're really excited for next year we're launching our peer support program so we have two trained bereavement counsellors on board Terry Diamond and Mary Beth Zhang and they're absolutely amazing and they are writing some training for us and we're looking for 12 pink elephant ambassadors okay and the idea with this program is that they will be run through a training program 
in how best to support other women who are currently going through a loss. So it's women who've been there who truly get it. And they're going to be, as I said, fully trained. And then they'll be connected online with women who are messaging us for support. So kind of like a a peer that they can turn to for guidance or like a mentor type of role. Absolutely, like a mentor type of role or, yeah, even with the idea of like a mum's group for women that are going through it, for want of a better term. Um, And it'll be purely online at this stage. We're also going to run back-end online forums on the website. So the website has that functionality we just haven't switched them on yet um because we want to do it all at the same time from a business plan perspective so that's one massive thing for us and we're really excited about that because we think that's the next level for us in terms of really being able to offer concrete support as opposed to just physical online resources and care kits so for women that are interested in um you know applying I guess for this ambassadorship and going through the training um how how can they best get in contact absolutely so the best way is to follow us on our Facebook and Instagram which is pink elephants support both of those and we are in the next coming weeks um, basically launching the pro farmer which is for people to apply okay um because we do have to have some strict guidelines about women that are applying um just to make sure that they're in the right headspace to be able to support another woman who's going mm-hmm. through it right now. So if you're currently trying to conceive, it might not be the best time for you to support someone else. You may actually need a support group that's run by us. So down the line, we also want to run pregnancy after loss support groups because we think that's another area that women really need to be connected with other yeah. women who get the anxiety that you're going through at that time. Yeah. So that's where we're at with oh that. Oh, my so, yeah, goodness. Absolutely. Follow us on Facebook and this Instagram. Is a, yeah, well, I mean, congratulations on everything Thank that you, you have achieved to date. It's only been 18 months. and yeah, you're coming, Yes. <laughs> and you're coming absolute leaps and bounds. And I love that you and the other two co-founders, yep. um, you know, have got such a varied skill set. Yeah, we complement each other. Yeah, you definitely do. So mm-hmm. what is it like... Um, you know, running a uh, running an organization with two other women. Um, you know, what tools, what resources are you using to actually run such a powerful and thriving nonprofit organization and make it work? I think in terms of it working, I think the biggest thing aside from us and the hard work that we're genuinely putting in, we work every day on this, it is the fact that it's needed so badly that everybody wants it to succeed. So the why the one, is big. Yeah. That, the why is massive. Yeah. When you tell people nothing like this exists already, they are so absolutely shocked. There are fabulous charities out there for later losses, Stillbirth Foundation, Sands, Birds of Hope, and some of them do also cover miscarriage. But what we found from our research is that women who have, say, a, a loss at eight weeks, they might not necessarily want to sit in a support group with women who've had stillbirths at 37 weeks. So we really do for, focus on infertility and the early pregnancy loss. So I think that's key message to get across. In terms of how we work as a threesome, it is absolute bedlam at times. Um, <laughs> crazy. We've all got children, very young children as well, not in school. And some have, um, Gabby and Rachel have school children as well. And it it's difficult, but we make it work because we have a passion for this. So that's the first thing. If you've got a passion for something, then you will 
You're going to find a way. I do a podcast at eight o'clock at night when I really want to go to bed because yeah. I've been up all last night with the baby. Because this is so important that the message gets spread. And we will spend our weekends. I mean, today I t- drove two children, two small children up the city in a car. My husband met me for half an hour so I could jump out of the car while they slept. And I went and had a quick meeting with a potential corporate sponsor. It's that type of thing that you have to be willing to go the extra extra mile. Um and but then at the same time we get messages back now and it's absolutely beautiful from women that we're really touching who've received our care kits or they've seen our resources online and it's made a difference to them and it still brings tears to me now and it makes me all goosebumpy because we're doing this and we're actually helping women and that's just it's so beautiful to have created something like that and for it to be gaining momentum and be getting bigger and bigger so I mean Ita Buttrose on Studio 10 gave us a mention. I saw that. And no, and we yeah. like, wow. it wasn't even lined up from us. We didn't do PR. Oh. She read one of our articles from Gabby, my co-founder, um, was meant, featured in the Sunday Telegraph. And she must have read that because the statistics she quoted was the same. And we were like, wow, amazing. So we're getting out there. The message is coming across. But you know, in terms of tools, there's no set tool. It's, it's just hard work. Yeah, the hustle is. is real, Sam. It's real, isn't it? You do it. You've got it's, small children. It's and- intense. But when you oh. have that fire in your belly and yep. you have like a real mission, mm-hmm. That's like it. that is bigger, that is like bigger, bigger than, than you, us. it's bigger yeah. than, yeah, your household. Like Absolutely. it is, yeah. Completely. You can't turn it off. No, You've got no. to make it work. You've got to take the message out there. I mean, on top of this and the small children, we, we each have paid jobs as well at the moment. Because wow. Because we, we don't get paid for doing this. This is a passion project at the moment. It will grow large enough. We will be a national charity because it's much needed. But at this stage, yes, we're 18 months. So every, every penny or oh, penny, I'm so English, every dollar that's brought in is put back in to help us grow and reach more women. That's yeah. where we're at with this. And all of our fundraising that we do, that's exactly what we're doing. It's to produce more care kits, to be printed, to reach more women when they need it. Yeah. So you are very much in the trenches with the whole startup phase. Absolutely. It is intense, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it can feel like it can it's feel like the more yeah. you do, the more you realise you have to do. Yes, it's like, I said that to my husband. Oh, my today. God, when does this end? Oh, I went to a meeting, like I said, this afternoon, and I was like, oh, no, I've just got a longer to-do list. Yeah. <laughs> I've not accomplished. I have accomplished something, but it's created. It's opened up a whole new, some other doors, which is amazing, but they now all need following up. Mm. And that's a big thing as well. Follow up everything. It doesn't matter what your opinion of it is. Just follow up every person. Talk to everyone about what you're doing. And if you're truly passionate about it, it will come across and somebody somewhere will be that one person that will massively help you. It will work. Absolutely. I love the tenacity. I love it. Um, Okay. So, Sam, what advice (laughs) would you give to fellow mums who are experiencing early miscarriage or pregnancy loss and those experiencing infertility? while also trying to run their own businesses because this is this is the thing when you're self-employed yeah it's hard to take a break when you have a cold or a flu oh, <laughs> okay absolutely. or yeah. when something in your life i don't know just i don't know the housework gets on top of you or mm-hmm. a child is sick so you can't send them to daycare and yeah. it doesn't take much for us to feel like the wheels are just falling off because oh, for a lot no. of us we're just treading water but then yeah. to experience such a loss 
like a miscarriage or, you know, infertility? Like how does one experience that and then still run the business? Like what's your advice to them? Be kind to yourself. Let things go a little bit. I read a really good Instagram post and I can't remember the actual quote, but I read it, I think, last night or the night before. And um, I think it might Mamma Mia may have showed it or Business Chicks. And it was very much um, no meeting, no conference call is as important as your mental health. There was lots of other things that were in that, but you get the gist of it. Yeah. And it resonated with me so much because, yes, I have run at this a million miles an hour because it is so very important. And I have gone to meetings when I'm unwell and I have made calls and worked the extra mile. But also there's there's an art in learning when to pull back and when to just let things flow. And if you've done enough hard work, the momentum will keep going. You can take a week out and rest. But I would also say that if you're experiencing loss, reach out find somebody who can be your person to help you and that's why we've been created so I'd love to think that if women are going through this and they're having a tough time and they're listening to this then please 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 reach out to us um even though we don't have the actual peer support program running yet Gabby and I are very very open we're constantly responding to women's messages and that's absolutely fine we have no problem doing that whatsoever because it's beautiful to help women so yeah reach out be kind to yourself slow down for a little bit it will all happen when it's meant to happen. Yes, I understand also because I've been self-employed prior to this. So I know what it's like that you have to do what you do. There is nobody else paying your holiday pay. There is nobody paying your sick leave or your super, etc. But in the grand scheme of things, if you just slow down and just rest as much as you can and be really kind to yourself, do something nice for yourself. Go for a walk outside, have a coffee by yourself just have some space then that's something that really helped me um when I was going through this it was because I am a doer and I am someone that's very active and I like to do a lot at once but this one thing this has taught me is that you do sometimes need to do the opposite and that's do nothing just Mm. pull back completely that nervous energy can just lead to an ultimate burnout yeah absolutely I think we all sort of have heard now from a holistic point of view your parasympathetic nervous system and how that's constantly sympathetic dominance and you're wired all the time then it's not going to help you in the long term so we all need to learn to pull back more especially if you are sort of my personality which is a type a yeah I, I feel like that's i feel like that's our entire tribe don't yes, worry i reckon so so the biggest yeah. thing be kind to yourself just just be kind be yeah. nice and reach out to organ you know to you ladies absolutely reach out to us if someone's doing it tough with anything in relation to infertility miscarriages and even postnatal issues just reach out to us and we're we are another thing that's beautiful from this now is we're so well connected in terms of actual holistic healthcare practitioners and um, official healthcare practitioners that can help women through this so that's trained bereavement counselors that's your naturopaths that's every person that might be surrounded with fertility in any little way we're really well connected with because we want to help women in other ways apart from just sitting in the grief space if that makes sense yes definitely okay all right well I wanted to ask you was there a particular turning point for your organization because you've been going for 18 months but the momentum is quite strong and you said you're having these meetings 
um, for corporate sponsorship. And that takes a certain kind of strength and hustle to kind of do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, so has there been like a particular thing that you've done, a particular person that's been able to shine a a guiding light on what you're doing? Um, Yeah. Any tips and advice that you can pass on to any mamas out there looking to start a not-for-profit organisation of their own? Yeah, absolutely. Um, In terms of a turning point or a tipping point, it feels like we're at it every week. <laughs> something amazing happens. We that's can work fantastic. So bad and then something will happen and we go, wow, that's it. I mean, just off the top of my head a few weeks ago, like I'm coming back on an earlier point, but um, a woman in Melbourne had a loss at 10 weeks and her husband used our resources and they found them really helpful. He has subsequently run the Melbourne Marathon and raised over $1,700 for us. <gasps> It's amazing. So that's going to print hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of care kits, which we are now distributing in basically in honor of him. We're calling it the Demir effect because his name was Demir. And we've asked him for his local hospital. We're going to send them to his local hospital as well. So it's almost like a full circle of giving oh back in a beautiful way. I hope you're getting in contact with his local like, paper as well. We need to. That's another thing. Yes. It's a to-do list. Um, like, I said, yeah, like I said, Melbourne way. So... Well, um, so that that's a, that was a beautiful, if you like, tipping point or also just a moment of wow, we're doing this and we're really impacting people. And it the, shows the butter. It shows the butterfly effect. Absolutely, doesn't it? I love that. And this is what we want to do. We're, in terms of like we said earlier with the fundraising, if all the money's coming back in, we're, we're using it to scale. We need to get bigger. We need to reach more women, and the more women we reach, the more that we can stand up together and demand from the government, if you like, or from powers that be, that we should have this level of support for all women who are experiencing loss. It's non-negotiable. It's 2017. Women should not be sent away from a loss, empty-handed, with absolutely no follow-up, with nowhere to turn that's reliable. Uh, it doesn't it shouldn't happen. It is a mental health issue and it's something that we can address. And it's quite a simple solution, bringing women together with women who have been through it before. So there's that huge level of empathy um, is the biggest thing for us. Um, wow. In terms of setting a not-for-profit up, yeah. like I said earlier, we had to be a not-for-profit. You can't profit from other people's loss. It's been a steep, steep learning curve. We've had to do lots of research. We've had to take a lot of advice. Um, we've had to pay out of our own pockets for legal because we can't write a constitution because none of us have a legal background. Um, so we've learned a lot about that. We've learned so much about fundraising and we're currently learning from accountants about all the different not-for-profit tax laws and it's a whole minefield but one thing I would say if you're setting something up yourself and your passion is there and you know you can you can you know the z and you're at the a just jump and you'll work the rest out as you go You, you totally will and that's kind of what we've done with this we've got a plan and a strategy in place we might not have exactly how we're going to do it yes but we know that it's a it's needed and that well if we can't do it then we'll find someone to help us who will do it for us yeah but you know where you're headed yeah that's the important thing direction yeah definitely yeah absolutely oh my goodness (laughs) yeah and do you know what I'm just so excited to be able to as I said have you on the podcast sharing your incredible work um because I do believe (laughs) 
I do believe it is so needed. But do you know what, Sam? This tribe is so full of incredible women with such diverse talents and networks and connections. Absolutely. Um, so I just encourage anyone out there, I mean, Please get in do. contact. Yes, yes, get in contact with Sam, even if it's just a tip or a pointer or something that can help drive the growth of the Pink Elephant's support network you like can help I, us scale in any way or you can help us to reach more women in any way on the partners then please 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 get in contact with us because we're all about that and this is how we've grown to the point that we're on now we have very much asked about tips and tricks we've leveraged on our own networks yeah we've reached out to people when we need help with things that we can't do ourselves and we've we've learned we've not just asked them to do it we've actually learned that process ourselves as well so that going forward would we can continue it well as i said this is a pretty freaking phenomenal group of women um <laughs> so you know i'm really excited to see what connections you make following you know i love listening to your podcast and absolutely i think you can see the comments from other women as well and if anyone does want to reach out to us that would be amazing yes. we'd be very grateful but yes. any help <laughs> we certainly encourage and welcome that well okay we're about to wrap things up here and i just want to ask you finally sam is there something that you know now 18 months down the track in having a business or an organization that you kind of wish that you knew when you started out Mm, that's a good one I'm trying to think I mean all learning is good learning let's just face it yeah Um, but you know is there like one little pearl of wisdom that you would have told your former biz self Uh, I think it's actually easier to be this side because maybe if I'd have known it would have been as hard as it has been at some times and the amount of level of work, would we have actually dived in as much as we had? So I think (laughs) it's easier to not know what's coming up, if that makes sense. Totally. Like it's coming back to the same point earlier. If you know where you want to go and you've got a good enough purpose and direction, then just do it. (laughs) Just go. Yeah. You have to, yeah, you have to start. And I think it's about consistently just chipping away at the the next best thing, at the next best thing, because it's hard as mums, especially when you do have the children at home, still in your care. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're juggling the school pickup and everything. Like it can just be so darn frustrating to have this passion. Yeah. And have this purpose, Mm -hmm. um, you know, to make this change or, or to achieve whatever it is you're so passionate about but you know that ambition sometimes you have to give in to the fact that this is your now and you've got the kids and you're doing the best that you can yeah you do you totally surrender and you have to almost be happy with just doing the next best thing just like one chip because it's it's that cumulative it's the the cumulative effect of all those small steps that makes the success it is just that one little thing you can do each day. It might be the replying to that one person, but just one thing. If you can yeah. do it, and like you said, then it builds up and eventually just just knock on all the doors. Someone oh. will open the door that will help you. Absolutely. And then you look back and you're like, oh, my God, like I can't believe I achieved all that oh, this we year. Can't or what we've done in 18 months. We yeah. We didn't – We yes, we thought I could do a lot more in 18 months because that's my personality. <laughs> However, when you actually do it, and you look back, you go, wow, we've, yeah. we've produced 2,000 care kits. That's 2,000 couples who are doing it tough who've been reached and touched by us. That's amazing. Yeah. That's just beautiful. And it's that kind of, like you said, just keep going little by little, but also be kind to yourself. If you've got little ones at home and you are running around so much, 
I think we do need to cut ourselves. Yeah, we totally need to cut ourselves some slack. Yeah, we do. (laughs) I'm sure everyone listening to this completely resonates with that because I know Mm. I would. Absolutely. Well, I think we're coming up to a new year. Yes. It's always such an ambitious time, you know, like we're looking to wrap things up from the previous year and we're looking so forward to the next year. But what's coming up for you, Sam, and tell us all of the places that we can go to connect with you and your network. Okay, first thing, I'm going on holiday to Byron for a week by oh, myself. Woo-hoo. By yourself? Um, so with the children. Okay. I mean by that, but not, not the Pink Elephant's crew because we might do that. We're just going to have, I'm having a week's downtime. And Amazing. Well earned. But there's big things for us as Pink Elephants next year, huge. So we've got the launch of the Peer Support Program that's happening in April, um, which we mentioned earlier. If anyone wants to become a Pink Elephant, Pink Elephants Ambassador for us, then please, please follow us on Facebook or Instagram, which is Pink Elephants Support on both of those. Or come to our website and apply to become a member. Just put your details in and we'll get back in contact with you. Um, another thing that we're really looking for next year is we need a corporate sponsor. So again, anyone listening who has any links that think would be amazing, please reach out to us because it is all about who you know. Um, we would love a corporate sponsor to come on board and be a founding partner with us and really just help us to scale and reach Australia wide as opposed to just around Sydney and New South Wales. Okay. Well, there you go, ladies. Plenty of things. Yeah. Plenty of ways to help out, help spread the word. And of course, connect with the ladies, with Sam um, and the other co-founders at the Pink Elephant Support Network. I'm going to make sure that I pop all of the links mentioned in this episode in our show notes and make sure that you check those out. And if you do know anyone you know, whether it's yourself or someone that you know that is experiencing, you know, miscarriage, infertility, pregnancy loss, please don't hesitate to point them in the direction of the Pink Elephant Support Network. Um, Thank you so, so much for coming onto the podcast and shining a light on this very big, um, oh my gosh, it's like, it's a huge thing for so many women in our country. Yeah. And I think it's just, it's amazing what you're doing all the best with it. Thank you so much for having us. We really appreciate you helping us spread our message. It makes oh, a huge difference to us. The pleasure's all mine. Please Thank keep us updated. You. We will, we will, we will, definitely. Right. Thank you so much. All the best. Cheers. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, Sam, for joining me on this episode of the Mums with Hustle podcast. As I said at the beginning of this episode, you know, this really was a first for us having a nonprofit organization um, on the podcast to discuss what that kind of looks like. But more importantly, I really wanted to use the Mums with Hustle platform to share a light, to cast a light on the work that they are doing at the Pink Elephant Support Network. So as I said at the end of this interview, if you know someone that can help the ladies um, or if you are in need of support yourself, please don't hesitate to make contact with Sam. Everything you need is in the show notes. If you loved this episode, then please consider leaving us a review on iTunes because that helps more lovely listeners just like yourself find us on iTunes. So to do that, I have put a little link 
straight to that for you in our show notes. Scroll right down to the bottom and you're going to find a link that's going to take you there. Leave us a review. Tell us what you're loving about the podcast. Give us a star rating. And of course, tell me what your biz is as well, because I love reading through those and seeing who is leaving me some love. <laughs>